ones who already has it hanging. How's it happen? You guys, this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast. The podcast is by young rock and metal fans to discover new music and help them find a place they can connect and feel accepted. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm just going to be excited and tell you who is on today's podcast. It is LJ from Seven Dust. To say that I'm excited about this and I'm recording this intro after already recording the episode. I'm jacked up. I can't help it. This episode is a quick hitter, but it is so damn good. Oh my God. You're going to want to listen to this one. Before we jump in though, I want to thank support for this podcast, which comes from Phoenix Fitness. So you guys know what's one of my favorite things to do is to jump into those mosh pits and go from the beginning of the first band to the end of the last band and never taking a break in between because those mosh pits absolutely just give me life. It's one of my favorite things to do. Go to these concerts and do these podcasts as well. However, in order to do that, I need to do what I like to call mosh pit fit. So what is mosh pit fit? That is being able, again, go the distance at every single show and be able to deliver the hits that you need to hit. And you might not be the biggest guy in the pit, so you got to be able to take some of those hits as well. So I'm in the gym consistently, working out a lot, lifting a lot of weights, doing a lot of cardio to make sure I'm mosh pit fit. I'm actually going to have t-shirts that say that, though, coming out real soon for you guys. So get ready for that. But I need to be able to prepare right and recover right in the gym in order to achieve those fitness goals of being mosh pit fit. And that's where Phoenix Fitness comes in with many different products to help you achieve those fitness goals like pre-workout both stim and stim free i use their stim free stuff because guys i've got way too much energy as it is i don't need any more they also have different types of b cellular recovery compounds if you absorb the nutrients into your you know muscles post-workout different types of creatine help you build muscle different types of protein help you build muscle plant-based protein whey-based protein collagen-based protein i use their chocolate malt flavored whey because that's just what i like Multivitamins and literally anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals, Phoenix Fitness has for you. So our listeners and viewers and you can get 20% off using the code CPP20 at FNX.com. Link trip to the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Now, guys, this one is just too cool. The introduction is going to be there. It's going to be big. Just re- get ready. It's LJ from 7Dust. Are you ready? Hell yeah, you are. Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Court Progression Podcast. To say this is one of my most anticipated interviews I've ever done is an understatement. When it comes to this band, when it comes to this guy, there are a couple things you always think of. One, consistently great metal music. Two, (laughs) consistently great live shows that you never want to miss. And three, some of the best people that I've ever heard stories about in rock and metal. And you all know them. They're going to be great. And if you've seen them live... You definitely know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you have to. They're going to be going on a tour with Alter Bridge for the second leg of their tour in late summer. They're going to be co-headlining with Static X in the fall. And their brand new album, Truth Killer, comes out on July 28th. So without further ado, please welcome Mr. Lejean Witherspoon from 7 Dust Slow. LJ, welcome to the Chord Progression Podcast. Wow, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Kind words are too many. Thank you. That's an awesome introduction. It's a pleasure to be here. All that stuff you said is true. What's up? <laughs> oh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. How has everything been going in your world? Of course, as we are gearing up towards the release of Truth Kill, you guys going back on the road with Alter Bridge once again. I mean, how's life going for you right now? Every, everything is great, man. That Alter Bridge tour and two and a half week run really got our feet a little wet to go out there and play the new, some of the, well, we played Fence from the new album, Truth Killer, and it went over very well. There's just a certain energy in the air right now with everyone being able to be back out in some type of normalcy and not being sick or getting sick or being worried about sick. It's exciting. Uh, we cannot wait to get back out here in August with not only Alter Bridge, but with Mammoth. Wolfie, we've grown up with him from him being a kid to hanging out with us to now having this incredible band. And then, like you said, Static X, but Dope will be opening up the show. 
And me and Etzel, we've known, we haven't toured with those guys for 24 years, but me and Etzel Dope have been doing music behind the scene for years that people don't even know about. So that's a brotherhood that is going to be so exciting. And to pay homage to Static X, to see the production on this thing is going to be crazy. I'm so, I, and, I, you know, at this point, you think we'd not be excited about touring. We are so excited about hitting the road again. It's, it's going to be fun. Well, I mean, if you guys are excited about hitting the road again, whether it's going back out with Alter Bridge, going out with Mammoth WBH on top of that, and you got Static X and Dope, it's just like, you got to be kidding me. How can you not be excited for something oh. like that? Touring with friends, touring with people you haven't gone out on tour with in years and seeing the reception from people. I mean, when it comes to you guys on stage, I've seen you, I think, five times so far. Yeah. Every time it has been just nonstop, high energy, incredible sound just everyone dr like drawn to you guys so coming to these shows with you guys being excited to go on tour i'm like what what else could be better than this especially if you guys are excited what could these shows turn into it's gonna be fun man you think about it, I, I was thinking about the other day i was like man it's, it's gonna be one of those shows where everyone's watching each other because we all enjoy each other's music so you'll see everybody on everyone's side of the stage probably see a lot of people jamming with people on stage you know just it's going to happen. It'll, it'll be one of those. It'll be a love, a bro down fest. <laughs> Ooh, a love, a bro down fest. And actually, this kind of leads into a question that I actually had from one of the members of the Seven Dust Facebook group named Russell Davis. He asked, why haven't you performed Hope with Mark Tremonti or Sorrow with Miles Candy while on tour together? Oh, man, because we've only been on tour with them like one time. And then this is the second time. It was only two and a half weeks. So <laughs> you got to kind of you got to got to get in there. Uh, that is true. We've done, we did the song with Miles before. So whoever, so Russell, you missed that because we did perform that song with Miles. And I think we did it with Mark somewhere too. I remember him getting on stage, but you would have to look that up. So we did do it. Sorry. <laughs> it, so you guys did do it. Maybe it just wasn't in the area where Mr. Russell it, Davis exactly, lives. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, cause I'm looking at that question. I'm like, man, that'd be awesome to see, to see not only Miles Candy, one of the great vocalists in rock music, come up him, there, yeah. but then to see you guys potentially play with Mark Tremonti alongside on stage, probably one of the greatest guitarists of all time, if not like yes. top five easy. I remember seeing them for the first time. And I'm like, I just stared at Mark the whole time. Like, I don't know how to play guitar. And people he's who know how to play guitar don't know how you even do that. He's amazing. My family, we were just in Florida and we were at Mark's house. It was beautiful. I had such a good time. Uh, yeah, man, I'm sure. You know what? That's something I'm thinking about. I forget about that. So we have so many songs and everyone has so many damn songs. that You know what? I'm going to make sure that happens. I'll see about Russell. I'll try to see if uh, Miles would like to do that and Mark. <laughs> okay so if 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 that ends up working out then whoever is out there get your hands on some tickets to go and see these shows with seven dust <laughs> and alter bridge because you get to hear the new album and you might get to see this happen live if you're someone yeah. like myself you're gonna geek out and just be like oh my god this is awesome and then the song's gonna get going the pit's gonna get going and you're just gonna feel that energy and you're just gonna go flying and it's gonna be one of the best nights you have when you look back at concerts for 2023 you're not gonna want to miss out on that right on thank you so much Oh, you're very welcome. And you said that when some of the shows you've played so far, you've played some of the songs off of Truth Killer. Including well, we played, we played Fence because okay. at that time, that was the only song besides that might let the devil win that were out there. And we had a 45 minute set. So we wanted to give them a banger. And uh, they said so, there was already a video for Fence, too. So it really went well. And also when we did Fence, our lighting director is able to mimic the lighting from the video. So it kind of looks like the claymation setup is really awesome. <laughs> okay, I did check out the. I did check that out. I think I, I looked. If I found a video, but I'm like, this is actually really interesting and really cool. Yeah. And then actually diving into fence a little bit deeper, I'm listening. And I'm thinking, 
when it comes to a song from this album that you're going to put on that live set, that's going to be somewhere for someone like myself who loves the heavier stuff, who's going to be in the pit every moment of every song and not relent. I'm like, that's the song I want to hear live. So now you're getting that even is, more excited for August when you guys come play here in Milwaukee. Yes, yeah, that is the song. That is one of the songs that I consider like a banger. And uh, one of the songs that I've, when you, when you record and you write that you know that it's going to move the crowd, hopefully the way that you're dreaming about it while you're writing. So thank you for saying that. Oh, you're very welcome. I, again, I'm just picturing it in my head already. I was listening to it probably at least nine to 10 times today, just amp myself up to uh -huh. talk with you. And I'm just keep thinking like, man, I cannot wait for that day to hit. August 26th at the rave. I got to push that a little bit because I that's where I'm going to be. So if anyone else in the upper Midwest wants to go and see Seven Dust and come hang out in the pit with this weirdo, yeah, that's where you're going to hey, be able to do it. And the rave, one of my favorite places, man, is just the history behind it, the, the spooky stories, the fun that we've always had. Growing up playing that venue from the Eagles Ballroom, even when we played downstairs under the rave when we first started, man. Uh, and then luckily this last time we were there, I think we were one of the bands that have played there the most or something, as they said. But we got to sign the actual swimming, the haunted swimming pool. <laughs> Wait, so you guys got to sign the inside of the swimming pool? Yeah, yeah. There's only like maybe four or five artists that are down there. But we went down there and we signed it. And we're all looking around each other. So I wouldn't open no doors to nothing. So, But it's cool. <laughs> I do remember because I actually did go on a full tour of the rave literally maybe a month before you guys had played there at the end of the uh -huh. year in 2022. And I remember looking around the pool and like going into the pool and seeing everyone that had signed it. Like there's some signatures there. And it's one of my thoughts was actually, I think I even asked the guy, I'm like, wait, why isn't a band like Seven Dust on here? Because uh, it just seemed like how many times you guys had played there. I think the first time I saw you guys play there was in 2019 within this moment. It was like your 19th time playing there. Or something yeah, like I, have a, I have a big poster that was presented to me by the rave. And on there, I think there's 20 something times. But. What's funny about it, I think the first time we ever played there in 90-something, it was my birthday. It's on there. So it's really, it was October 3rd, and there's like two October 3rds that I spent my birthday. So it's really cool, the story behind the rave in Milwaukee and all the love that we've gotten from there. Even the Milwaukee Metal Fest, I enjoyed growing up playing those things. And the last uh, uh, pre post pandemic or pandemic whatever, we played it, and it was always incredible, man. Still to this day, Milwaukee, we have nothing but love for you. I have nothing but love. And then, I mean, for me, especially being from Milwaukee makes me so damn happy because, I mean, that means we just get to see Seven Dust more and more often. And oh, yeah. who doesn't want more Seven Dust their lives? I mean, I mean, for me, it's like just like, OK, put it in here, man. I need it. I need more. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I always say music is a medicine and our music is a medicine. I ain't nothing but a doctor trying to give it to you. And from as many people as I've heard from not only stories from fans, but stories from other bands as well, when it comes to the positive medicine that seven dust brings, it's like that that's, that's just like the common theme throughout everybody. I've heard stories about like, you do not want to follow seven dust because seven yeah. dust puts on such a great show that it's so hard to follow that. I've seen you guys at festivals and you guys have played like middle of the day. And it's like, we're getting a midday headliner right there. Cause everyone oh. at those festivals, welcome to Rockville last year and louder than life last year everyone congregated around where you guys were and it seemed like the festival kind of built in it's like yeah they didn't have many other things going around you guys are basically like a midday headliner deservedly oh, man, so that's really cool man i enjoyed coming into a show like that and rocking it out and uh you know doing what you have to do and uh getting the response and then hearing the people say man you guys do the headline 
It's like, you know, we had a good time doing it the way we did it. So, you know, we could hang out, watch some bands and go out there and melt some faces and come hang out. I like it that way. Music to me is music. And uh, I don't like the whole competition thing. Uh, I feel like uh, we just go out there and do our thing. We don't try to go out and hurt anybody, but we definitely go out and to make a point to kick everybody's ass, not just the bands. <laughs> Oh, being in some of those pits, it's been it's been an absolute blast just seeing yes. what happens, how people get energized from your music, from your live set, everything around there. And I think I'm even I think it was Art in Life last year when I was looking across in the pit, looking at the sides and like seeing who was like watching you guys play. I'm like, there are so many people watching on the side for Seven Dust because you, like you guys are just like positively inspiring so many bands throughout oh, wow. the years where who doesn't want to come and enjoy a seven dust set, whether you're in the pit, front of the crowd, back of the crowd, on the side of the stage, no matter who you are, you're going to enjoy. Oh, that's cool. They're just like, we want to go see these dinosaurs and see how they're still possibly doing this. <laughs> see how they're still shredding, ripping, creating some of the best uh, energy that it is in oh, live thanks. music. You don't want to miss out on it. Thank you, man. I look forward to it. It's uh, definitely a, it's our serenity. It's a place where we, everyone, I feel like we can stop thinking about the bills that we all have to pay, uh, the problems that we all have to go through. Uh, we're just very blessed to have the platform to uh, give you the energy to try to take us away from that for an hour or 45 minutes or for however long we're there together. It doesn't matter how long you guys are there because every time it's th that exactly what happens. All right the on, crap man. that's going on in the world, all the bullshit, it just washes away because we're all there to hang out as a family, whether that's it's, you know, sand the crowd, enjoy, bang your head, put up the horns or mm -hmm. be in the pit and go nuts or have you guys up on stage just having a, having a blast. It's all that matters. Absolutely. It brings yes, so much sir. positivity to so many of us that you guys continue to do it for so many years and keep going at it. I mean, just puts a smile on everyone's face. So oh, thank thanks. you for doing what I you feel do. Like, I feel like we're old. You know, we're definitely older now, but it feels like the beginning after signing this new record deal and having uh, the pandemic hopefully behind us all the way and uh, seeing the energy at these concerts. And it's just exciting to to go back into it and to look forward to going back to Europe again and and to just touring the world, man, and doing what we do. That's what we do. Uh, it's been weird sitting at home and my wife looking at me like, when are you going back to work? So it's like, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after like a year, year and a half, it might be like, when are you coming home from work? It's, well, yeah, I, exactly. I was home for a while, now I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I've enjoyed it. It's, been a, it's definitely been something that's been needed. I think this is also what helped this album for us to be daddies, to be husbands for longer than the normal setting to us. We were here for... Uh, for this for school for I, I was able to fly home and be home with my kids for the first day of school uh to pick them up from school to take my son to baseball football you know things like that things that we're normally on the road so it's been really cool the pandemic helped us grow closer to our families i think especially if they're listening through the entire album too i think it really actually shows in the album too the way you guys constructed these songs and a lot of the ways that especially from my perspective a lot of the ways these guitar tones really worked alongside your vocal patterns and of course mm -hmm. what morgan was doing drumming because they brought out this certain emotion and brought this certain like more sort of like you know inner awakening revelation to the things that you love in life the things that are great in life oh. and just kind of taken away from some of the shit and i, I don't know Absolutely. it just really hit me in a completely different way and i think that you guys with the pandemic, being home, being able to be husbands, be fathers, just be around your families and just see some of these things, kind of bring more of this groundedness feel to this album and then really yeah. open up the emotion for us, for all of us to feel about that ourselves. You nailed it right on the head, man. As a matter of fact, the first couple of songs written, uh, we took them to my family's farmhouse where grandma and grandpa left, my wife's grandpa and grandpa left uh, us the house and we remodeled it. 300 acres out there. We maintain about 15. I got some cattle out there. Took the band out. 
and set up in grandma's bedroom. And it was the craziest thing to look in there and see Morgan behind the drum set, Benny with his bass, John with his guitar, and us set up in grandma's room, rocking out, <laughs> writing seven of us songs, looking out at the cows, laughing. Uh, one morning, John woke up and he was drinking coffee, getting ready to go on a run. He was like, man, uh, it looks like one of your calves is out of that gate. And I was like, no way, that's a new gate. And he's like, he's like no, I think one of those calves is out of the gate. And I'm like, what? And I go out there, and sure enough, there's a baby calf looking at me. Me and John Conley are chasing down a baby calf. And I remember yelling at John because he kept doing like this. I was like, stop doing that. <laughs> Just stand there, and he will go back in. Stop trailing your arms around in those biker shorts and that outfit that you get ready to go run in. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's scared of. No, and then, you know, then to laugh and be on the ground and then go back in and write a seven to song. That was the realness of this album, too, that I think that uh, that really it captures the home, you know, just the, the brotherhood of the family and just us having a good time. I think you can hear it in this. Oh, and I want to see if there's like any video evidence of this, because that would be hysterical to look at and see. And then all of a sudden you guys are playing that song live, like Lee right into it with a video oh. board in the back and just see the video of you guys. It's so funny. I got pictures of us sitting at the farmhouse on the front porch. Uh, there's pictures of us grilling out outside. It's just so crazy to think that Seven Dust is in the middle of Baldwin, Kansas in the farmhouse writing songs and the country guys going by and you know <laughs> certain people like when you go into the town they realize it and everything but half the other people the farms have no idea except for maybe a few of them that know that i'm the guy that's in the band that <laughs> grandma and grandpa's uh granddaughter married so yeah i did one time we were there i remember this guy went by with a big old tractor when i was out in the front yard in the middle of nowhere he slaps on the brakes and he gets out he's like i know who you are and i was like oh hey man <laughs> He's like, I used to be, I went to eighth grade with your wife, Ashley. I'm Toby so-and-so. I live down at that farm. I love seven dust. I was like, thanks, bro. See you later. <laughs> Can't make that up, man. So things like that are cool. Sorry, I had to tell that story. Oh, that is a that is a great story. I'd rather have you tell it than not tell it because that just put a <laughs> smile on my face, put a smile on everyone's face just to uh, hear about that moment. And thinking uh, about you guys just, you know, being at the farm all together kind of isolated away from everything else but also together still around your family still be able to be there mm -hmm. for each other even listening to just kind of just going through this music the one song that really stood out to me that was really outside the ones where i'm gonna want to go smashy smashy into people right. was leave hell behind i thought that what what oh. that story you brought up just kind of thinking about all the other crap that's gone on and kind of leaving mm -hmm. a lot of those personal demons, maybe some of the stuff in the past that doesn't really matter anymore, but it's still kind of sitting in your brain, leave it behind and kind of go forward where it might be a little that's bit scary because it's in uncharted territory, but the positivity that you get from that is much mm -hmm. better than just sticking in the familiar. And Absolutely. I don't know, that you one just, just really hit me heavily. You nailed it right, man. I'm so glad that you interpret the songs the way that they're supposed to be interpreted. That's a beautiful, uh, beautiful way to see it and say it, because that's what it's all about. Uh, and, you know, you're still you're still there. You're still living in a crazy world. And uh, we're definitely not going to let the devil win. And all those songs are so true to what's going on, you know, and uh, it just all leads up to just everything. You know what the media is feeding you. What do you believe? Who do you believe? Everyone has an opinion everyone's divided it's like at the end of the day why can't we just get to normalcy and just be loving and love each other and watch how much and successful we can be without being envious and jealous but helping each other and just being happy for the next man or the next woman or the next whatever it may be or however you say it 
And just, again, hearing you say that and seeing exactly what you guys have done with your music career, what you guys have done to inspire so many other bands and have so many other bands look up to you and the positive that you put out there, it's emblematic of that. It's when it comes to life, it's removing a lot of the extra crap that's going to divide us and bring us back to this place where, you know, we're focusing on our family, we're focusing on this positive relationship with our friends, we're focused on these things that are going to be a betterment for us and the people around us mm-hmm. and not trying to divide us over a certain ideal or a certain concept or just something rather trivial when we should be more of a family and more of a community rather oh. than these certain groups that believe these certain things. And if you're not a part of that group, then I can't like you. No, no, no. We don't Absolutely. want any of that. We don't want the man. Everybody's got to turn the temperature down a little bit and get back to, to just, if you don't like me, man, listen, I'm not going to show up to a fucking festival or somewhere where I don't, where you don't want me to be, but just don't be mean to me. Just to be mean to me. Let me make, make sure you mean to me because I did something for you not to like me. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at in life. At 50 years old, I, I, I try to, to make sure that I spread love. I've always done that, man. Uh, uh, I believe a true believer in the same people that you see going up, you're going to see coming down. So uh, I can never take any of this stuff for granted. Like talking to you, young man, it's been incredible to be able to to talk to you about our music and life and stories and the future and being excited about what's happening. You have a, a great outlook on life. And I wish a lot more people looked at the way that you do. That might be the best thing I've heard all year, man. I mean, oh, <laughs> holy shit. First off, thank you. And secondly, it just, I, I mean, this is like, I absolutely just kind of connected with something you just said, you know, the people you see on the way up are the people you're going to see on the way down too. And it, it speaks to just the positive relationships that we create as we go through mm-hmm. life, as we're having a better time, as we're having worse times, there's going to be people all around us. And if we're able to not alienate everybody and bring more adversity, bring more integrity to everything, be able to connect with people and br- spread more of that positivity is just going to mm-hmm. have something where you're going to be, in life and you're going to feel like you're at a concert every single time where everyone around you is there for the positivity there for the music and there for just enjoying life and not letting all the crap kind of come in and yeah. screw with just, you. you you reminded me hold on jada witherspoon will you let those two dogs out back please thank you dog thank you go outside prince go go outside sorry it's my dog prince Cal. yesterday i went to the gas station right mm-hmm. getting a little gas in the car uh before I had to take my son to baseball practice. And as I'm getting the gas in the car, there's nobody at the gas station at all. And I hear someone say, LeJean. And a lot of people don't call me LeJean to say my name right, say LJ. Turn around and there's this old man. He's walking up towards me. And I'm like trying to put two and two together. I'm like, God dang it, I know who he is, but I can't really remember until I get up to him. He's like, LJ, I I met you. He's like, my wife was the the art teacher. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, yes, I haven't talked to you since the pandemic. He's like, yeah, we don't go out. I haven't been out to dinner or anything since then. I just got back from Italy. And I said, oh, but no, before he said Italy, I said, the last time we talked, you were going to Italy. And he's like, oh, my God, you remember it? I was like, yes, sir. We're talking. He's like, I listen to you all the time on Johnny Dare's radio station. And he said, I wish more people brought people together like you guys do. And me and him hugged in the park. And I hadn't seen each other for two and a half years. And that just made me think about, man, there were so many good people in the world that it just made my day to to talk to him and just remember. And he was so excited that I remembered him, but I was excited that he remembered me. I was like, this is great, you know? So, and it just happened in the parking lot. And I was telling the wife, I said, me and him just sat there for 10 minutes and talked and laughed. And as he walked to his car, I was getting finishing my gas up and I looked at his new truck and I remember saying, oh, what's up? I like that new truck. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's like 70 something years old, but you know what? It just made my day, just that common ground that we have with music and, you know, love sees no color. And it was just, it was no temperature at all. It was just like two brothers, like hanging out that hadn't seen each other and the age difference. Well, now I'm 50 and he, well, don't make it. It seemed like it was a difference then, but now that I'm 50, I'm a fucking, I'm a hundred years old, but it was really cool to run into him, you know? Oh, absolutely. And it's just, again, all encompassing of, you know, what you guys have done with your career, what you guys have done around music, spreading that positive, creating those positive connections and just bringing people together through absolutely. sheer great music over almost 30 years. I mean, that's mm -hmm. something that almost no band can ever say. And you guys are, have done it or continue to do it. Even with the new album, it's going to hit just as much. I do have one other question from you from okay. a fan before you end up having to head out. It's from a guy called Aaron Hilton. If you could pick anyone to do a duet with, who would it be? Oh, live or dead? Um, your choice. Oh, let's do. Uh, dang. Well, she wasn't so damn crazy. I'll say Britney Spears, but something weird would happen, so I can't say her. Uh, let's see. Excuse <laughs> me. See. Uh, who would I do a? Oh man, that's a good question. Ah, uh, uh, let's see. I would do something with someone like the Isley Brothers. Ooh, yeah, I would do something with the Isley Brothers because I would like to hear that old guitar and me and Ron Isley doing something. I think it would be a hit, like a remake of their version of Summer Breeze. Oh, dear God, that would actually be pretty sick. Would, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we'd sick, you know, that, that original. That's funny. That'd be good. That would, that would Speaking be really of Isley Brothers, somebody, so uh, the other day I did an interview. Uh, with the man in New Jersey, and uh, we started talking about the Isley Brothers. I listen to him every day, still to this day. And he's like, "Oh man, when I was in high school, I used to cut uh, the guitar player from the Isley Brothers' yard uh, in Jersey, in the real nice area, Alpine or something, Alpine Hills." And I'm like, "Oh my God, he lived there." He's like, "Yeah, man, I never got to meet him, but I was a guitar player." And he said, "I would always look in this glass oval-shaped room, and you could see all the guitars, and I would just always." I couldn't wait to cut the grass. And I was like, oh, man, I love that. He's like, yeah, man, remind you, this was in the 80s. Uh, and uh, Eddie Murphy lived in that area, too. I remember that. This morning, before I got on the call with you, my publicist, Kevin, sent me a drop and said, hey, from the interview the other day, uh, that gentleman wanted me to send you. And it was a picture of the house from the Isley Brothers. It's been on the market for fucking 10 years, and someone just bought it for $3. million. <laughs> No. I, you can't make it. You can't make it up. The house has been sitting there for ten years, and it's this beautiful mansion that was owned by the Isley Brothers, uh, the guitar player. Uh, I can't Eddie or whatever his name is, but it was a funny. That's the true story that he just, the Kevin, our publicist, just sent me. It's this picture, and it's like the, and it shows a video, and it says, and it, you know the writing, it says this house has been sitting for ten years, and you're like, what? What are the chances of that story? If I would have known that, not saying I'd have bought it, but I'll definitely look into it. <laughs> So you, you never would have known if you would have had the chance again, you could have lived in one of the Isley brothers homes and you okay. could have gone from, you know, gone from like the Kansas, Missouri area over to New Jersey. But I'm yeah. not, I'm not sure if you necessarily would have wanted to done that because I know how I've heard stories about you when it comes to going to Royals games. I think you'd miss out oh. on some of those. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad where I'm at, but I'll still one of these days I'll find something like that. <laughs> hey man, but thank you for doing this, man. I look, <laughs> Hey, make sure Kevin, I'm going to tell him how cool this was to make sure that we get you some type of passes to get to where I'm at, at the show at the rave. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll message it to Kevin as well. And yes. one thing, and one thing I'd like to do is before I head out, I was like to give my guest, which is you in this chance. And since I should say a chance to whatever you want to say, plug or plug, promote, promote whatever you want okay. to promote at the end of the episode. So 
LJ, floor is yours. Hey, this is LJ from 7 I'm going to say thank you for the opportunity to talk on this platform. It's been incredible. Uh, if anything, you guys just be safe, love each other, uh, love music, uh, take care of one another, and hopefully we'll see you out there in August and October and in the future, too. Uh, 7 Us Truth Kill will be out in the end of July, and uh, I look forward to seeing you guys. Y'all keep rocking on. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you, too. And when it comes to 7 Us, when it comes to finding them, everything with Truth Killer, everything with the new uh, tours with Alter Bridge, the co-headliner with Zach X. Description of the podcast, links and labels are there for you to go check it out. Also, LJ, I will also message Kevin because on the 26th of August at the Rave, I will find you. I will meet you. I'll be like, hey, bud. And we're, ha- we're having a cold beer and we're talking, my brother. Thank you very much. Oh, and that, and that first round, it's on me. I like it. Let's do it. I'm going to keep yeah. you that. Yeah, oh, have absolutely. Good weekend. You too. And on that note, this can't be goodbye. This has to be. I'll see you later. I say that too. See you later, dog. Yes. <laughs> Well, folks, that's my interview with LJ from the band Seven Dust. And now it's time for Kevin's final thought. This band, Seven Dust, has been around for almost 30 years at this point. That is a hell of a long time. And they are consistently, again, one of the best bands in metal. One of the most consistent bands in metal. One of those bands that you always look to to put on a great show. One of those bands you always look to to never disappoint and be consistent. And one of those bands that every other band looks up to because the positivity they bring and just the happiness that bands get from. I mean, they're just this big swath of positivity when it comes to creating the community within metal and just putting on all those good shows. I mean, I've seen them, I think, five times up to this point with number six coming on August 26th at the Rave. And I can't wait for it. I mean, it really shows. And when we were talking about, you know, Truth Kill, we talked about the making of the album. We talked about how they were writing this stuff in his grandmother's bedroom on a farm in Kansas with the rest of the guys. I mean, it's that kind of idea and that kind of connection, that kind of family vibe that Seven Dust has when it comes to and when it came to the inspiration behind this album from them writing this during a time when they were spending most of their time at home, when they're spending a lot of time with their families, with their friends, with their kids, with their loved ones. And you're going to feel a lot of that on this album. It's going to speak to that coming together, bringing the positivity and creating a better world around you for yourself for the, your loved ones, and for what else around you. And so the division that we see going on consistently in today's world. LJ, I mean, I, I can't say enough about this guy. I've heard many stories about him, and now I have stories of my own. One of the best people in rock and metal, Seven Dust, a group of guys that are some of the best guys in rock and metal as well. So make sure you see him with Alter Bridge, with Mammoth WVH, with Static X, with Dope, when you get the chance absolutely do it so if you want to make sure that go script for the podcast or just find some dust online there'll be links and labels for everything from their socials to where you can stream truth killer where you can pre-save where you can pre-order where you can download all this stuff where you can order merch from seven dust and where you can get tickets for all their upcoming shows and if you're going to be in the upper midwest if you're around here saturday august 26th here in milwaukee wisconsin at the rave come on out because i'm going to be there and i'm not missing seven dust i will not miss them whatsoever this show is too too damn cool it's awesome i mean can't get enough of it so looking forward to seeing you out there also want to make sure you guys check out the corporate podcast as well online link description of the podcast of this episode we have facebook and instagram for you to connect with us you can follow us find out everything that's going out the podcast connect with us and message us i mean i'm the one that runs it so you can contact us there please also make sure you like this podcast by hitting the link right down there and also hitting the subscribe button if you're on youtube which will be right over here and by doing that you'll help us out you'll help us grow you'll be able to get every single new episode with all these great bands in rock metal some of the heavy hitters like seven us some of the 
emerging ones and some of our friends as well every single Tuesday and Thursday. And we do Friday reaction videos as well. Ooh, so go check those out. I want to thank you guys for liking, subscribing, and supporting the Corporate Garage Podcast. Also, thank you, Phoenix Fitness, for sponsoring this episode. Remember, 20% off use code CPG20 at FX.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Thank you, LJ. Man, this was fantastic. And I hope everyone feels just as good as I do right now. Because, woo! On that note, that's going to be for me, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Core Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And you guys know how I end every single one. of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah.